Chris Redfield. Jill Valentine. Barry Burton. Rebecca Chambers. Albert Wesker. Resident Evil. What is this? What is this? What is this? Is this a is this podcast? No, this is Game Buds. Welcome. It's locked. <laughs> oh, good thing you are the master of lock picking. Uh because we're here to talk about video games. It's the Game Buds, the podcast where five friends get high and talk about games. Uh, my name is Andy. We've got the boys here. Uh, on my left, it's our, uh, the Rhino. It's oh. <laughs> my zombie impression. Your stomach hurt, Ryan. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I got bit. It hurts. <laughs> and to my left. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> it is Travis. <laughs> and to my left. Uh, somebody throw a boulder at me. I'm going to punch it. <laughs> it's Nick. And finally, uh, on the virtual end, coming in. Take this, take this healing herb. It's Matt. <laughs> 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 Oh, man, I was looking for a, a line about healing herbs, but I couldn't I couldn't healing find healing herbs. I don't know if they mark up they this say healing it. herb to heal some health. <laughs> I'm out of ink. I'm out of ink. Oh, I wish they would say that. <laughs> the, oh, man. The OK, so we're yeah. Uh, if you haven't guessed by now, it's Our context clues. <laughs> <laughs> It's spooky season. It's October 4th when we're uh, recording, so it's time for some scary games. And one we, uh, we, we've we skirted around this for, for 
too long now. 95 episodes even. Yeah. It's finally time that we talk about Resident Evil. Resident Evil. One of my favorite game series. Just, I mean, mostly the nostalgia of of the the first couple. Just really, uh, I played them PlayStation and N64 and... <laughs> I was showing Shauna like Oh, you played the sixty four RE two game? Yeah. Pretty, oh, wow. pretty impressive that it even made it on no, sixty four. It's no, an engineering yes, marvel. It is. Yeah. They there. made a lot of they did a lot of shortcuts to make that game fit in there. A lot of compression. A lot of data compression. Yeah. It, it was it was mind blowing at the time. <laughs> like what like people people that look at it now will not understand why like I had nightmares while playing that game. It it was know. the f- well, I wouldn't say it's the first game that scared me. The very first video game that ever scared me was Shadowgate because it had a scary Grim Reaper photo uh, <laughs> uh, picture at the end. If you got a game over, it showed the Grim Reaper and played scary music. Ooh. And uh, also, you just went to in general like scary dungeon liminal spaces all the time, like nothing. Scary th- happy. And, and there, th- there's just so many ways to die. It's like yeah. a dark fantasy horror point and click <laughs> game. Oh, but, uh, anything okay. you randomly do in that game kills you. Yeah. Like you, you have most no things, foresight. No, it most traumatizes you. you. It makes you scared to click on anything because it might be your accidental death. If you click on, there's a room with three mirrors, and one of them, if you click on it, it explodes and you just get sucked into it. It's a black hole. Well, the the other one just explodes and you just die because glass shards hit you and <laughs> things you randomly kill you, but points. you can't. You can't wait and make any. You can't wait because those torches are burning out, and it plays scary music if you wait too long. So you have to either make, you just have to make scary choices fast. But Resident That's Evil a- was the first. Um, it wasn't the. It, it was like the first game that really truly terrified me. Yeah. Uh, I was like, so I mean, I wasn't really into horror at all. At, growing up, I was a bit of a chicken <laughs> when it came to horror movies, like at Freddy Krueger. Scared me f- for a mm-hmm. long time, for way longer than it probably should have. Me and Nick oh, were yeah, big babies when it came to it. But uh, I was scared of Freddy. And uh, but Fre- Re- Resident Evil was the first game to give me that same kind of like terror, because like <laughs> yeah. it's first off, it's hard. Yeah. And the graphics are like gritty and grainy enough. Like it, it gives you, I don't know. There's like a weird un- that, uncanny valley first... effect to it, even though it's like really low poly. But something about yeah. it really didn't sit easy which is good like that's good game design they... it's the force it's mm-hmm. the perspective it's yeah the weird... that, that, i was gonna say really. perspective that first mm-hmm. game it's they the do twisted. master up angles they do play with perspective yeah. a mm-hmm. lot like <laughs> intentionally obscuring corners and putting you in in thin hallways where you can see you can see how thin mm-hmm. it is because the angle shows you that the wall like shows you the wall so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, just you, see you also can't move forward in the game unless you go into the scary area that you're dreading. You like you, the, yeah. you see around this hallway and you hear, you see down this hallway, but you can't see around the corner and you hear the groans or like a scratching sound <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. And you know that when you like, turn the corner, 
it's going to shift perspective entirely to where your tank controls are going to require you to press different directions than the directions you just had to press. So every time you turn a mm-hmm. corner, you have to like either press up and down or left and right. And if you're trying to move fast and or, run, or if you're scared. Yeah. The dreaded angle change when you run into another room or another screen, and then it turns you around and you just and run you right run. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You run exactly. towards the zombie. And it, like, yeah, like you go in like a weird loop where you'll like accidentally run back in the place you're going because you get, you get turned around. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how... Turning a corner was scary. It's crazy how scary those poorly rendered polygonal go- zombies were at back then. <laughs> yeah. In 64 and PS1 was prime for Uncanny Valley stuff with how those polygons were rendered. Mm-hmm. With basic those polygons and were. Them, yeah. juxtapo- them juxtaposed with pre-rendered environments that looked more realistic. Yeah, that, that was uh, really interesting. You know, they apparently that was something that they changed like during the development like they had a bunch of different uh, like versions that they were working on and then they saw uh it was alone was of the alone? dark yeah alone yeah. of the dark completely changed mikami's mind like or uh hang on it was uh yeah yeah it, it was it was yeah it was it changed his mind it made a third person because before that it was going to be first person 3d shooter yeah, and before that, it was supposed to be on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, crazy. That also that that first mansion is a particularly well executed liminal nightmare, well, being, <laughs> liminal oh, yeah. nightmare zone. So from a bad from a really bad dream. What year did the first one come out, Trav? Nineteen ninety six specifically. Wow. Um, it came out in Japan in March twenty second, ninety six, and uh, over here in the states on the thirtieth. So a very very tight release on the, between the both, and that's uh that would be the long box that we got. That was back when they had those big long cardboard boxes. Oh yeah. For the PlayStation. Man, the zombie on the front of the director's cut cover is still fucking terrifying <laughs> to this day. Yeah, yeah. Just the cover art was was spooky that enough. Cover. I mean, because that gives you an image in your mind to play the game with, too. So you kind of, that's what you kind of imagine the zombies look like. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, and another thing, I mean, people always joke about how shitty the the, uh, voice acting and stuff is. But to have a, uh, like a voice acted game like that was so mind blowing at the time. Yeah, there were ton. There was tons of dialogue in it too. It wasn't just yeah. a little bit. It was like mm-hmm. well, that was like one of the big innovators of it was that it was dialogue heavy. Yeah, the fun thing yeah. about that is they didn't really. But having it having state of the art sound at the time too was mind blowing. If you because it was better than anything from the Super Nintendo, like by far. Oh my God! Yeah, quality wise. Trap. What were you saying? Yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh dang! Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so, anyway, uh, should we talk, so, the first game, um, (laughs) if, if, for the people that don't know, God, the mansion is so cool, uh, it, it, it follows Which version did you play, Andy? So, well, the first time I played it, I played the, I never beat the PlayStation version, actually. Because it's incredibly hard. Uh, the first version I beat was on the GameCube, the remake. Oh, one of the best remakes ever. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, I remember <laughs> try, like trying so hard to to get past a very early part, um, like the plant monster. I don't think we ever were able to get past the plant monster <laughs> on the PlayStation. Um, I didn't get very far on the PlayStation one either. The, I, the <laughs> there's one time, and this this is like the my my iconic Resident Evil moment. Is I was I started off as Chris. Oh. And um, he's he's harder to play than <laughs> I know Jill. Exactly yeah. And uh, I didn't get very far. I made it like th- through the first couple puzzles, but then. I went up to like the balcony area over the dining room. Yes. And uh, there's the two zombies that are on both sides of you. Yeah. And I had really low health and no ammo. <laughs> and they closed me and I was trapped. I had to encounter them. Uh, <laughs> but one hit would have killed me. So like I was doomed. Oh, and uh, no. all I could do You're was both watch. walking from each side. Yeah, all I could do was watch in terror as they got closer <laughs> slowly and just like hope I get a get a lucky knife hit. Oh my god. <laughs> he just got he died. Uh, I ended he up died. they they killed me. I ended up yeah. dying, but I just remember because it was me, Matt, and Ryan all sitting together and we were all like screaming and laughing <laughs> because of like how s- like, no, no! It's definitely one of it's one of my favorite video game moments in my life, just yeah. because of how like how raw that moment was. Like we were all just laughing, like hysterically <laughs> at my predicament. <laughs> we knew I was doomed. doomed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that's the the uh, especially the first one, and especially like the PlayStation version. Well, what well, was designed for that apparently because they were also like trying to combat the rental <laughs> industry so they apparently made it even harder to like they limited all of the resources and stuff even that's why you could only save, save if you had yeah. the ink. well that was all planned originally that was yeah, yeah. It, that was that was planned by the inspiration of the game being sweet home where they had all of that kind of stuff <clears throat> Now they did intentionally want to make it harder, so they they uh they made it so that the uh, items were even scarcer over here in America. So the American version is actually harder than the Japanese version. Oh, oh cool! Okay. So it's specifically that. harder over here where they decreased. So they had all that stuff like the limited. That was like the goal from the beginning. But over here, they wanted it harder for for rental purposes. They're battling capitalism. In fact, they actually yeah, wanted yeah. it so that um that you would only be able to access the boxes or the items that you put in those boxes at those boxes. Oh, they wanted to be that kind of hard where you had to go back. If you like left something in a box at the beginning of the, I mean, that would make sense that you have, if you leave it somewhere that it just shouldn't teleport. Exactly. I mean, that would make more sense. (laughs) Yeah. But they, it would be a lot scarier too. There is a version, I think with the remake or some, or like with, it is brought back in later in a, a hard mode in one of the director's cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that as like a hard mode where all the stuff stays in each box, mm-hmm. which I thought about doing because, yeah, I love this game. I love the first one. I've played it so many times. But so, uh, the sound you, pacing of the first game from the very start after you watch the movie, ha- the mo- FMV at the beginning is great. Sets the oh my god, yeah. you like that act gives you that corny '90s action scene that it. it Get you feeling good in the first FMV. And then you go into the mansion, and after the doors shut, you see the first door sequence, which changes the tone. (laughs) And you go in there, and in the first room, it's just got this like dark organ ambient music Mm -hmm. in the background. 
yeah. very slow organ in the background of the first and the perspective it gives you of the staircase in the middle um, while yeah. it's playing that slow organ music like dark tones in the back just totally changes total change from the fmv right there it's suddenly you're in a dark scary room i mean yeah. they, they draw upon the has a bunch of doors creepy. that lead to scary all lead to scary places they based yeah. the most of the mansion off of the overlook hotel from the shining so that definitely Ooh. that definitely uh that makes, makes you makes you feel that claustrophobia where all it's like so many doors and and hallways yeah Lots. those freaking hallways in resident evil mm -hmm. look just like the shining hallways yep. and they would I take yep it. they took pictures and they would pre-render based on those on those that makes a lot there of was sense. a lot of western movie zombie horror like inspiration including the camera angles when it came to also, bringing this uh finding yeah. notes where people go crazy is mm -hmm. also similar to the shining yeah. finding but, the documentations oh, to make yes. the story like oh. progress oh that was one of my favorite parts it was was reading that stuff that about that doctor who was like discovering the t-virus and the then keeper he, he was he, working he, with he the... starts to slowly turn into a zombie and his writing gets worse and worse and eventually it's <laughs> talks just about like being eat. itchy yeah and hungry and then it's just like eat yeah. like hungry eat and then, like, that's the last Doggy, one. Hit, yeah. hate face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also implies that he's still around. So, like, after you read that, you're like, oh, God, he's here, isn't he? Terrified yeah. to turn around. You, you actually do yeah. encounter a zombie in that room. So, it's probably yeah. him. Yeah. There's a few, like, I was actually, watch, like, re, like, watched a video last night about, like, the scariest, like, notes in Resident Evil. <laughs> and there's a couple, like, ones, like, where uh, there's, like, one where you find someone in a bathroom and then a dude hanging himself, hung himself. And it's like talking about how like he was like one of the last of survivors, and like he didn't want to end up like them, so like he killed himself. Mm -hmm. oh, There's like man. a lot of really like dark like it's Jeez. it's crazy. That, like, yeah, that I mean that makes sense. That that's probably some that's a reasonable thing to do in that so, situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's um, Andy, you I know you had started it earlier. Let's do a quick story breakdown for listeners who might not be. I know it's an old game, almost thirty <laughs> years old, but. Yeah, if you guys, yeah, for, a little plot synopsis yeah, just little, in case. And Andy, you were you had started it, so. Yeah, so um, the game starts out the Stars Team, which is I guess I don't know, I don't remember what it stands for. It's a special elite <coughs> team. Tra I'm sure Travel pull, pull it up Raccoon here in just a City. second. <laughs> and um, there's a there. I guess they get a distress call. Yeah, and uh, well, I don't actually. One of their they one of their teams was investigating this mansion, and then they got they, they were so they went to they're on a search and rescue of the other stars team. Yeah, that's what it the is. first yeah, one yeah, went yeah. out there because there was a report of a group of cannibals living in the woods. Yeah, okay, I'm and sorry. so they went to investigate that, and they never came back. So they went to find them, found that the chopper was shot down, got chased by dogs into the mansion. Yeah. And that's how they get, they wound up there. But yeah, Travis, what does STARS stand for? Special Tactics and Rescue Services. Ah, yes. STARS. They're part of the Raccoon City Police Department. Yes. Now, wow. uh, the setting of this uh, is set place in a fictional mountain range called the Arclay Mountains in the Midwest. Presumably in the United States. Of course States. it would happen here in the Midwest. Yeah. But... Outside of a city called Raccoon City. Yeah. And um, so then they pop into this this mansion. 
if well, you're, the helicopter fucking goes down and they have to, or they're dropped off and they have to run it and then their helicopter ditches them. Yeah, he ditches yeah. them. He he's ditches like, you. Yeah, freaks yeah. out like, and fucking leaves. Yeah. I mean, can you I mean, blame people are getting f- mauled left and right. Can you blame the guy? Reports of uh, fucking cannibals. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and the, he immediately sees a couple people just get mauled by mutant dogs. The Cerberus. So, yeah. The Cerberuses. Yeah. Yeah, they're. I'd fly out of there. All too. their training like, is sorry, out the guys. window. Fuck, those things are scary. Uh, this to be is fair, a, that's he, not the moment that got me in this game. You know I think I'm gonna go work at Taco Bell instead of this. <laughs> you know what? Fuck this, man. I'm going to Hawaii. They don't pay me enough for this. Exactly. I'll let this. I'll let this resolve itself. He's getting like 19 an hour. <laughs> yeah. You gotta think like. It's 1996. Oh, so he's probably getting like Something seven like, fifty an yeah. hour. Something like this uh, happening, you know, if it got bad enough, like the military at some point will have to get involved, right? Yes, it's called Resident Evil Three <laughs> and Two, uh, yeah. Two well, and Three. Two, two. Uh, the protagonists leave the city. They don't do anything. Yeah, three happens after two ends. I think two is pretty parallel with one in its timeline. Like, it's uh, happening yeah. around it's the one, same time. I thought, three, no, I thought no. two, two and three were two happening. Two and three are concurrent. Oh, that's right. But three takes place before and after the events of two. So it, like, is like a... is the, the It's the, during the, the infestation and then after, huh? They keep it the The series keeps it pretty, like, local. It, okay, so Resident Evil 1 happens. Two five. months happen. Resident Evil 2 start... Or yeah. Resident Evil 3 starts... Then the then events two of starts. two happens in during that time, and then, and then ends, and then three ha- finishes it off. That's funny because three is a much shorter game. It's because Jill, yeah, they rushed it. Well, it yeah, it was a little bit faster, but Jill gets knocked out for a little while, mm. so there's like a few days that pass. Okay, but before we get into this that, one, I this guess. one's only in one day. Yeah, right? this is it's, like a it's night. A, it's just thing. like a single night. Mm-hmm, a really the worst crazy night. night. The worst night of their lives. But yeah, yeah it's go back like day zero, I guess. They get at back pretty much. Well, at, the, at that point in time, it's the worst night of their lives. They yeah. had no idea what was in store. <laughs> so Definitely the, the worst night of Forrest's life. The survivors. <laughs> Forrest, oh, poor Rip. The survivors of the field incident are what? Chris. Chris. Jill. Yeah. Barry and Wesker. Wesker, but yeah. actually, Chris is missing, and Jill and Wesker have to go find Chris, right? No, or, no, they're together at the beginning, and then uh, uh, they one, separate. They separate at the at the entrance. One of you guys goes uh, looks at the foyer or the uh, the yeah. little dining room, and then the rest stay with Wesker. When you get back, Wesker's gone. Something happened, and then you guys split up to go look for him. <sighs> That's what it is. Okay. But yeah, there's that first part, and then uh, as we're, I guess we're talking, you do get to play two characters in this game. There's two. You get mm-hmm. to play Chris, as you've said, and then Jill Valentine, who is a badass. Yeah. Um, they both have two unique weapons or items that they get. Um, Chris Jill gets a get, knife. He gets the lighter. <laughs> the lighter. Yeah. And buddy. Jill gets the knife. Is uh, I think that's that's those are just generic weapons you get, but you can Jill can get the the knife, but not the lighter. It's a special uh. thing they only get. So yeah. he can solve puzzles with that, while Jill can open certain doors. He needs a key. Because she's, so she's the master, master of, of unlocking. Lock yeah. Yeah. That's right. She's the yes. master of lock picking. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then besides that, uh, Chris has beefier health, and Jill has more inventory slots. Yeah. Okay. So initially, I thought Jill was easy mode because she gets <clears> to start <throat> with a gun. Jill but. is easy mode. She gets a bazooka access that Chris does not. So yeah, and she has. I eight. mean, they both can get the bazooka, but she can get it super early. Yeah, she can get way easier with her her key, oh, or her yeah. lockpick. And yeah. she has eight 
eight uh, item slots and yeah, Jill definitely six. is easy mode. You can take a few um, powerful shortcuts and power ups. We have her. less health, so it's like yeah, you're like yeah. you know. Yeah, but in this game, you know, health. You're mostly just running health away really doesn't to matter. Yeah, because yeah, Barry also gives three, Jill four his gun. Barry does. Yeah, I wish Barry was playable. No, play, yeah. play Resident Evil Gaiden, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, gotta play the go Game to Boy the Game Color Boy game. For Okay, that. it's pretty solid. Apparently, it's actually a really good game. Yeah, but he's a character that needs more love. Yeah, yeah. He might be. He might be playable in a Mercenaries game. He I'll is. have to look. Oh, I he's love playable in Resident Evil Five Mercenaries. I mean, Barry's kind of shitty in the first one. Yeah, Let's he's be, his 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 well, his yeah. role is he, he he's. What like, is this? He's reporting what everything you're this? doing yeah. to Wesker. He fucking is lying to you about... He's not lying it's... to you. He just doesn't know. Well, he doesn't know better, but he's, like, kind of turning... Yeah, he's from, kind what of... I, what, from what I know, he's he's just kind of yeah. trying to help you. What? Isn't isn't Barry, like, trying... Oh, Barry. Barry. Yeah, Barry's kind of... He's reporting what you're doing to Wesker, right? Barry yeah. is being blackmailed by but, Wesker. Yeah, I was going to say, right, but Wesker's so... manipulating. Wesker is holding his family hostage. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's not really or he's that blackmailing shitty. Them. He's just he's doing he's, he's doing preserved. what he needs he to do. do. Yeah, because Wesker is an evil son of a bitch. He's yeah. an evil son evil of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I'm a zombie he's man, a and if you don't guy. if you don't follow my orders, I'll turn your family into zombies too. He wants to be the ultimate life form. That's what he's. Chris and he's Jill after. trust <laughs> Wesker in this game, though. So, yes, because he was uh, part of the. He's their the superior stars. in stars. He's yeah. their like commanding officer. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, he's, and person, he's like, like Sephiroth. A, yeah, he's like Sephiroth, but he's more devious because Sephiroth. when Sephiroth goes crazy, it's pretty apparent. It's existential for him, uh, as a, as opposed to Wesker, who was he went into the thing being evil. He went, yeah, he went in well knowing that he was manipulating these yes. people. For and he's, the, he's he's playing the long con. Sephiroth just Sephiroth figures out he's not traumatized by being half monster or by being <laughs> a monster. He wants he to, wants willingly. to be half. Yeah, monster. he injects himself he wants, with many and, things. Yeah, if he was born that way, like Sephiroth, he would be happy. That's the the only difference is Wesker <laughs> would be happy. Yeah, Wesker's more evil in that sense because he like because he's just he's evil for the sake of being powerful and evil yeah uh do they explain why wesker isn't affected by the viruses ever they do later he's part of a weird experiment um that happened a long time ago with the uh, the whole like ashcroft family or whatever okay. but he also was a scientist working with the original doctor who was studying to the guy like, gave himself the g virus not Birkin. He was partners with Birkin under the dude who originally made the T virus and like discovered the plant and stuff. And you learned uh, this in Code Veronica, I think. I think so. Like he pieces pieces there, and I think a little more later on, like in five, I think they like expand upon it even more. In five, five is very Wesker heavy yeah. because you know yeah. he's oh, the yeah. he's the ultimate bad guy. Of that but one, he's been so. chasing the dream of like using the T virus as some sort of like way as making him the ultimate being, like uh, like undying like being. So that's why he's like using this research, and he's probably taken steps to like. You know, it's so so. I want to be the most powerful being, so I'm yeah. going to destroy countries for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very devious, but yeah, he has lots of ulterior motives. Yeah. <laughs> he, yes. He. Oh man, his arc is is so good in the I'm, whole series. It gets crazier and don't crazier. mind me. I'm particularly not evil. I like how he gets like a 
like missed teleport powers, you know, like he can just turn yeah. into like he can just like teleport or zap himself right next to yeah. you. <laughs> they yeah. explain that as just being his super speed. He just moves so fast he get, he can escape the naked eye for humans in RE world. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> he gets cool anime powers. Everybody else becomes horrible abominations. And he also <laughs> turns Jill into a slave. It, it does ha- into think- a mind control slave with technology. <laughs> yeah, with the weird uh, like tech- art gem. Yeah, the technology but, but and the uh, or or dyes her hair blonde as a result. <laughs> oh, it's infecting her, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's right. continually infecting her. We're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Very ahead. Of we're, all, we're all the way to five and six now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yes, roll back couple of years just a couple before things got really out of control just a decade well yeah, oh my god fucking wait till we talk about those five and six. Oh my god yeah you guys want to know a fun fact about resident evil yeah what's a fun fact about resident evil it was the first game to receive the mature rating from the esrb oh wow nice. really groundbreaking game Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat didn't even get that? On the PlayStation. Oh, okay. Released on the PlayStation as one of the first games. Well, I, no, they made the ESRB. Their game resulted in the ESRB. I, 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 yeah, I know, but I was like, what? Uh, that'd be funny. They don't they... retroactively yeah. rate those games. Oh, okay. They, oh. If they reprinted them, then those games would have to be rated. Yeah, I think like any arcade re-release has been rated M. Yes. But back at the time. But this is like rated. one of the first, I guess one of the first new games. Because 96 was like right after like this. It was only a couple years yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. So this is like, yeah. So, and then also. Do, 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 do. Boy, uh, that's crazy. There was a Game Boy Color version planned. <laughs> and it was, uh, it's actually was almost done and it had, let's see. It you had every actually, room, cutscene, and almost all the items from the original Resident Evil. You can order. find an un- oh, incomplete wow. ROM and play it. That's, yes, because uh, yeah. someone actually had a, a ROM of it and uh, blackmailed it for $2,000 and sad. released it. So that's why we can play it. That's all he wanted was two thousand bucks. Yeah, this guy must have been in a real jam. Too much money, I think, would like too traceable. So it's probably like a nice sweet amount, like get it out of his hands and like. But he had like a flash card. Yeah, it was he had an EP-ROM cartridge of the GBC version and requested two thousand dollars before he was willing to leak it. That was back (laughs) in two thousand twelve. Yeah, and then he leaked it. I've seen the gameplay of it, and actually looks not terrible. Like it's not great, but it for a Game Boy Color game. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Look, looks better than punk, uh, Conker's Pocket Tales. It was supposed to come out in 99, 2000. So it was like at the wow. end of the Game Boy Color 2. That's yeah. crazy. Fun fact, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Speaking of all the freaking <clears throat> items and, and things, which is crazy to think that they would put all of that in a Game Boy Color game. There are so many. Yeah, that's, I think that uh, was like the limitation is they didn't have enough like space, so they couldn't put all the items. Yeah, but they yeah, could, that, therefore they couldn't put all the puzzles and or yeah. make it really hard to heal yourself or. So they probably cut down a lot of like sequences. But mm. obviously it was canceled because it was it just wasn't working out. Man, yeah, man, that's one of the coolest things I feel like, especially with the first first three you know but number one like the puzzles the the whole layout of the game is is uh it's so well done you know it, yeah. it's, it's like a i guess you know like you said it's like based off the shining so it's just this like weird maze that you have to go through and the items are scattered all over 
all these secret passages. Yeah. And like hidden like things and like it's just super ornate and it's like mm-hmm. su- the, the mansion is so fancy. It's yeah. like fancy in like an old like really creepy vintage way. antique sort of way. Not quite like, Dracula, but like yeah, yeah. It's wallpaper. Yeah, it, it's very seventies. <laughs> very yeah, very yeah, shiny. very like sixties seventies like style like wallpaper in there. Yeah, it it uh, it really uh, like the all of the um just like. Well, what's the word that I'm thinking of? You know, the ambiance, I guess, is, is it's very backroomy. That's for sure. Yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, is is so thick. It, it's so scary at times. But when you, <laughs> I just watched. I mean, the game took me months to beat. When I finally did beat it, like on the GameCube. I just watched somebody beat it in 38 minutes. Like, <laughs> it's not a large thing, but no. the way it's laid out is is so like intricate. But there's a lot of like there's, they lead you around in long like roundabout ways. You yeah. can like cut through in certain ways, or if you know where things are a particular place, place you can like you can rush through areas. But if it's your first time going through, you're inching through every single yeah. space because you don't know what's around any corner. And you just hear, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that first scene, whenever you find that first zombie, that 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 imprinted itself in my brain yep. forever. I'll never, oh. I'll when never you, like, turn forget. turn that corner and you see like, the, like you see the first zombie like turns around and looks at you after it's like, it's eating, a, it's eating one of your <laughs> partners. I'll never forget from one yeah. of Bravo team. Yeah, what a Bravo team. Yeah, and then it turns around, and looks at you, and then, but then you slowly run away from it, and you can just leave. You yeah, can just like <laughs> open the door and leave. You don't. That's but it's so what scary. you're supposed to do. It's very. T- I don't think it's very difficult to kill that zombie. Yeah, yeah, you don't really have the means, and it's like it's really there. Like it's made you to. It's it wants you to freeze up so it can like lurch at you, and that's why it's so slow, so you can react. Because that that I will never forget the night that my uncle was like, "Hey, I got this game." <laughs> you should try it. He wanted to see you squirm. And I got there. I got to that point. Like the do- like running out and getting hit by the dogs was one thing. I I didn't get to scare me as much as this when it like went to black and it just went. Uh, turned around. Fuck! I dropped that controller and I walked out of that room. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was the done. Scene right before that had that clock that just like ticked. Oh, that room before it. Yeah. So so much tension in that room. It's just yeah. it's just silence and all you can hear is the footsteps, the, the clock, and the sound of the door opening and closing. Yeah. Oh, it, Very yeah, good sound. As bad design. as yeah, like the voice acting is. The sound design is crazy good, especially for the time like. You'll hear like crows in the background, just no mm. music at times. And Silence just... is uh, typically not a good thing. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Especially well, in video games. Actually, in yeah, in Resident Evil, if it's silent, there's probably there's a, something. There's a zombie around the corner. It wants there's... you to hear it too. Once you hear clues that the zombie is there. Yeah. Yeah. Either silence or music that makes you feel like there's go like um, ambient music that makes you feel like there's going to be a jump scare at the, any moment. Just persistent... like that edgy, edgy yeah. ambient music that like just keeps you nervous. It's a persistent sense yeah. of dread and caution. That you have to like, that you feel throughout the the first Resident Evil, like it's it's dread because like you don't know 
Like, there's this, you know, part of it where you're just walking down a hallway and then the windows break and those zombie dogs <laughs> just come in. Yeah, it's uh, quiet. Yeah. It's, it's silent. It's when completely that silent, and then you walk through, and then you you know you got to walk through cl- like slow because it's a thin hallway. <laughs> well, you so walk you, through. You know it something's gonna come first. Yeah, and then on the way through, out yeah. is when the dogs get you. Yeah, you go through a lot of places where there's nowhere nowhere to run but backwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, or and it's, even then, sometimes you run backwards, and the windows behind you have broken, and there's more dogs. So, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you go through areas that are safe at first, and then when you backtrack through them, other things happen. Yeah, yeah the, the further you get into the game, the more stuff happens and play because there's a lot of backtracking in that game. Yeah, yeah, you have to collect different medallions, masks. You have to go to a certain part of the mansion to grab one thing, then backtrack your whole way. It's kind of like Metroidvania in that way. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're walking through the back totally. rooms while zombies are chasing. You're walking back around. through, but since you've been, you spent so much time looking for this one artifact, you're walking back through, and all of a sudden there's those fucking zombies, or the the, the plant monster is more active for some fucking reason. Yeah. Isn't there a fucking alligator? Uh, that's one? that's no, in no. two. That's two. That's two. Oh, so yeah. in this and that's one, at the beginning of the game. This one is a plant monster, though. Yeah, this one's yeah. a plant monster. And the monster. spider. And the spider. I knew there was like a conventional scare. Like and the then the uh, the hunters, the little crocodile. Oh, weird. Yeah. Like they're like they're like lizard looking like like uh, oh, monsters. Oh yeah. So that might be what you're thinking of. Yeah. Like no, bipedal. The, the giant zombie crocodiles in the in uh, two. It's at the in the sewers of two. Ah. Uh, oh yeah. Two. Yeah. A crocodile in the sewer. <laughs> that and that, it's giant that is crazy, too, man. That one, yeah. That that that, that part's awesome. I mean, that a, part is a, super. A cool. plant monster, like that's a pretty crazy. Like you think it's just zombies, and then all of a sudden, it's like pretty much everything. It, yeah. Like, can they anything come, affected by this virus becomes a horrible monster? It makes sense because eventually, you got into the water supply. Because uh, there was the whole thing where so. I believe one of the things that happened with the whole like release of the uh, virus in the facility underneath, which yeah, it was a mansion, but you need to find out there's a research facility underneath the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a big, big research family. It was what, a front where they were. Yeah, they were researching this virus, the T virus, and it got out somehow, which you learned it was intentionally like let out. And one of the things that they did was one of the researchers who was working f- uh, to uh, you know, you know, make it happen, uh, clogged up the. Uh, the incinerator, the place where they disposed of the dead bodies, you know, for decontam, so that like that piled up and it like and it, it like slowly spread the virus outward and people were infected naturally. I like that in the movie. It was just some dope that dropped it. <laughs> yeah, while well, they're trying to steal it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, just some dope. That that uh, that movie did have some solid moments in it, though. I'll say the, like. The, the, but it has nothing to do with the games. That's it's true. Like, Except it, for that's it's in a mansion a, with a research facility underneath. Yeah, it's another movie. It's a, a separate movie that calls itself Resident Evil, but if it had a different name, it would make no difference. It's a it yeah it's it's something else, but it, it it's has not some in cool the stuff. game continuity, but it is based off of the game events to a degree. I mean, yeah. like Alice is kind of like an inverted Wesker to a degree. I thought Alice was the AI system. No, it's Alice Alma. is the character. No, uh, I forget her name. The main yeah. Alex is Alice is the main character. Ada. Jill, they meet Jill and no, Chris. No, Ada and is stuff. Ada Wong. Yeah. yeah, they do eventually run Ada into Wong Jill, comes Chris, into and it. Wesker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forget her name. But but that's yeah. separate though. Yeah. The first the first <laughs> movie I remember like one of the big scares Red was Queen. like the elevator decapitating mm-hmm. that woman. 
Oh my god. Oh, she crawls halfway oh, yeah. out and then oh, yeah. like, let me back in, let me back in as oh, it starts man. to fall and then it just <laughs> cuts. It's not even half. like getting ripped apart by zombies. <laughs> that's way better. Well that's because yeah, the uh, at least it's the, quick. that's because the um the the defense system in that movie is killing everybody to try to contain the virus. It's just trying to kill everybody oh, that yeah. goes down. There's that there's that whole scene where like all they're all trapped in that room and the, the lasers hallway scene. Come, the, the, laser hallway, hallway. and the lasers come out and Kills. it's like one laser, two lasers, and then like it like the one guy lasts till the end, and then it turns into a grid. I'm like, why didn't it just do that from the start? <laughs> why didn't it just turn into the grid from the start and cube just anything that was in that room? Why did <laughs> it gave him like so many chances to live, and then just like fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't it just do the grid from the beginning? And why yeah. didn't it, it was, just turn to the a, AI it, was toying with him? Yeah. Give the, him a chance. <laughs> yeah. It, it. <laughs> Yeah, that's some fucked up. I guess there would AI. be no movie if we didn't have anything to watch. So, <laughs> and it kills almost everybody. Like a majority yeah. of the deaths in that movie are in, <laughs> in that hallway room. There's yeah, a yeah. There's a couple other deaths where the one girl is infected and it takes her over at the very end. Or the uh, the 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 guy who's standing by the elevator and opens and it's just filled with zombies and they pull him in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of like. Those kind of deaths, but most of them, most of the, the team dies by lasers in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, they, they actually get the, the most merciful deaths too. Like, yeah, at least it's considering quick. your options. Yeah, it just cuts their heads off. They're, they're not yeah. getting ripped off, like ripped to shreds or eaten alive. They're just like immediately murdered. The guy <laughs> who gets turned into a like the cubed, he probably died instantly. Well, I believe you also oh. learned that the whole thing is just a sham to, tr to train Alice. <laughs> the whole thing. Oh my god! The, first, the whole plot of the first movie. It turns out it was all it was all rigged as a training session for Alice to see That's how good her defenses were. So <laughs> well, she was the ultimate weapon. Yes, they they learn later on that she's the experiment that they're looking for. Yeah. So yeah. he was the call. ultimate creature, but the whole mansion incident in the first movie is strictly to get her to develop her powers. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's because they needed good her to retconning. actually believe she was saving people. Now that's good writing. That, that That's, that's the kind of quality that you get from the, the subsequent sequels <laughs> of, of Resident Evil. Eh, I guess it stays movies. true to the form, you know, they're just action like, movies with zombies. The first one was just like all atmosphere and was like really felt like you were playing a like a a scary movie, you know. It when did. It was, it, it was very. It was very scary. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like, and you know, if it were, I think like some of the creators, they weren't intending to make it a, like a franchise. No, so. uh, it was supposed to end after the second one. Like yeah. that's when they were they were gonna try to end it and well so th this is getting into my notes of the second one but they weren't gonna end the franchise they wanted to end the story of this chapter and they wanted to make the Resident Evil like a metaverse like James Bond or uh. Gundam where it had an overarching universe with different stories in it okay which you can kind of see them trying to do yeah yeah but just like a lot of things over in Japan like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. You know, the people up higher and the fans demand one thing, so that's what drives the decisions. Yeah, yeah. Our so. name, Resident Evil, doesn't make very much sense. Biohazard, because all the series, the series changes to be more about more than viruses. Biohazard makes more sense than yeah. Resident Evil. Yeah, but since it wasn't copyrightable in America, they didn't go for it over here. 
Oh. Yeah. oh, Biohazard, you couldn't copy. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it, there was, copy you the couldn't, word, you couldn't trademark it. Yeah, there was a band. Yeah, and then there was a band, and there was a couple other things at the time that would have overshadowed it. And then since it was it took place in a mansion, they thought it was a good idea. Apparently, it took a lot of convincing uh, to Mikami and uh, um, the other guy, uh, waking on his name at the moment. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, Fujiwara to uh, convince yeah. them that Resident Evil worked. So, and then it immediately stopped working after the first one. I like well, that. Well, no, third one. Well, I mean, I like that in 7, Resident Evil 7 is called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, but in Japan it's called Biohazard, Biohazard Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. That's great. That's hilarious. I, it came full circle. Yeah. It, it like, eventually cool. it did come full circle. That's very cool. Yeah, because it's such an odd name when you, when you break it down, but... You know, it only applies it to the first game, it's, the mansion. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Because there's residents in a city, but it, it becomes less residential when you're in a city. Yeah. Urban evil. <laughs> yeah, I think we... I, I literally remember having this conversation in, in fucking elementary school and making fun of this back Three. in elementary school. <laughs> Resident Evil 6 is called Three Dumb Three Story dumb Evil. Story. Oh, my God. Three Dumb... Um, I know we're probably going to move on to the next game, but I want to... Uh, uh, do you guys want to guess how many uh, re different versions were released? And I'm not counting the remake. Like, different versions that were released oh, on different platforms. The PlayStation version, you mean? Uh, and platforms, too. PlayStation, PC, and 64, maybe Sega Saturn. I'm going to say five. For the first three games? For the first one, specifically. Oh, just the first game? Yeah, yeah. I think five games. Five? For five releases. Maybe four. I'm going to say four. Five is the number. There are six oh, counting the Game Boy. You oh, got wow. the PC version. You got the director's cut. You got the director's cut dual shock version. Oh, I the yeah. Sega Saturn version, and then Deadly Silence for the DS, wow. which okay. is oh, a yeah. which is a port of the original Resident Evil. Damn, Deadly it's specifically uh, it's specifically the director's cut dual shock with the terrible orchestrated, um, uh, the the chain soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The guy who the guy who said he was a deaf musician. But wasn't but either. No, it gets even better. That dude didn't write the soundtrack. He had his uh, composer ghostwrite it for him. Oh my god! So yeah, this guy he admitted pulled, later. He pulled off the ultimate con. He admitted it way later that he didn't even write it. It was his. Uh, it was his uh, composer that he had on hand that and he, he ghostwrited it. He faced no repercussions. No, <laughs> nothing. He didn't get it's, sued it's or wonderful. anything. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, there's he five. Did it. <laughs> yeah, there's five different versions if you count the DS version. So that's probably where you missed it, Matt. Was the DS version? Man, okay. Matt guessed five too. He said we changed it to four at the very end. Oh, okay. But yeah, his first your gut instinct was right. But yeah, so that that's the fun stuff. There was some there was some differences. So the windows added new costumes. Um, the opening intro is in full color than rather than black and white. Um, it has all the uncensored uh, stuff that wasn't released in the PlayStation console version. Nudity. No, I'm talking about the death scene. Ken's death scene where he's decapitated. <laughs> um, the gore, a lot of the gory stuff they kind of like yeah, toned down over they, here. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. Um, costumes for Chris and Jill. Um, the director's cut had an like. Uh, let's see. It had a demo of Resident Evil 2. Um, it had new wardrobe for all the characters, including Rebecca. The handgun had a chance of insta-killing zombies by blowing its head off oh, nice. in that version. And then there was a beginner's mode that uh, had more am unlimited ammo and uh, oh, wow. or double ammo refills and the 
enemies are easier. Guys, in a, in a real zombie invasion, we're going to have to rely on our smarts <laughs> and not our brutes. Oh, that's the best we're gonna way. Have to, we're going to have to, like, hold ourselves up and figure out a fucking way to live. Because <laughs> we're not going to survive fighting zombies. <laughs> Let's face it. We're yeah, wusses. I'm ready. No I read, the, I don't even I read the, survi- the zombie survival guide. I'm, I'm ready. I don't even want to live during apocalyptic times. I'm just going to... I'll just... Yeah, you might as well just... Sh- well, we don't have guns, so we... we I don't know what zombies we're talking about. We'll just enough, jank them till we die. The exactly. question remains, what kind of zombies? If we're just talking about run-of-the-mill zombies, then what the fuck are anyone even worried about? Just yeah, just walk away from them fast. Find a high spot. Don't let them have any way to climb on you. Let them just wait a few months, and they'll just disintegrate. They'll disintegrate, mm-hmm. yeah. Wait till the, the winter. Hold the wintertime, they'll all freeze. Yeah, if they can only walk, then that's Yeah, great. in the wintertime. But if they're those fucking scary-ass 28 days later running zombies. The rage, the rage monsters? No, yeah, no yeah. fuck. Yeah, any zombie that can run and it, climb, and then they scratch you, yeah. then you turn within seconds. Yeah, no, that's scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like Left for Dead, that's where they can good. just like they they can they come in hordes of hundreds, <laughs> and they can run and climb and shit. Like, oh, yeah, and th- those are those are the most terrifying giant. types of. Zombies. But if they're just like typical like Day of the Dead zombies and stuff, you know, yeah, just wait wait at high ground for a little while. Make sure you got some food and water and. Yeah, when they can run and climb, they're scary. Yeah, and, when, uh, when they can run yeah. and chase, and just, they actively chase you, like they have the, the the instinct to chase and eat you. In layers, yeah. layers, long sleeves, jeans, you're, you're fine. <laughs> long sleeves, yeah, they can't bite their oh, jeans. Yeah. Layers, long sleeves, jeans, you're fine. It's like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like ticks. What the fuck? Go to work. It's fine. Get, get to oh, work. There's a zombie at the door. I still need to work. Who wants to take care of it this time? People are just Dude, oh my god. During <laughs> a fucking zombie apocalypse, it, McDonald's would fucking stay <clears> open <throat> as long as possible. Like, nah, you, we know that the world is unlivable right now, but you gotta come in. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. at this point, if there was a zombie apocalypse and there was some sort of like martial law, there'd be people like saying, why do we have to martial law? We should be able to go to our jobs. Why are we shutting down the works for the stupid zombies? They're not real. It's just a couple <laughs> zombies. Yeah. It's just a few Dude, zombies. Dude, a couple out. zombies that's not gonna. That's not gonna end the world. McDonald's didn't have shut down. They put up one. Just put up one of those uh, little plexiglass things. You exactly. Know? And they can just pass it through a little zombie-proof dome. And that's why that way, if one gets in, it's completely Simple contained. Simple as that. They don't it's let zombies in. Yeah, they just and don't let them in. All the zo- uh, They all have like guns and stuff to deal with the zombies. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just at, at all the all, all the McDonald's workers are armed and like ready like welcome to McDonald's. Oh wait, we got a zombie. You're Hold not, on. You haven't been bit, have you? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah you're order. at the airport and they're like, "Have you have you been to uh North America in the last have you been bit, 3 or 4 have, days?" Have you been bit recently? No. <laughs> okay, they, they move do along. Chat, like they check like the full body scan looks for bites yeah. on you. Oh, uh, yeah. you know there'd be some assholes be like, "I don't have to show you. I don't have to tell you if I've been bitten or not. Huh? That's an encroachment." As they're looking like they're like shivering. He's like he's like pale and his like <laughs> skin and eyes are yellow and like he's <laughs> stop this motherfucker's about to turn. Stop the steal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We all know the type yeah. that would get oh, bit and hide Lord. it. Yes. That, that, that would get bit and then defend the people who's been bitten's freedom. You know, it's just like. <laughs> right, Why should they die? Yeah, they're turning into a zombie. They're going to, they're like. They're what not, happened to my body, my choice? Uh, we have a cure for zombie, for being a zombie. I'm not getting that. They, they put something in that. I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that. Umbrella made it. I heard ivermectin. Umbrella made it. Ivermectin treats zomb- zombieism. People are taking ivermectin. 
Ivermectin. I love this, this antifungal cream works. I love this cow <laughs> medicine. It's great. <laughs> Ivermectin All treats right. a zombieism. Well, let's um close. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, do we? have more to say about the first one it's a really good game fuck this game is uh like i like i've said i've never played i haven't stayed on the podcast but i've never played through this game but i've read the book i've watched <laughs> it countlessly i know the story i know like too much about this thing but like the impact of this game is like has put out is like crazy like this is a monumental game it, it, it's, it's so it's, good it I is mean, a it changed the landscape of horror gaming in general yeah yeah there's so ah. Uh, yeah, it, you guys should play it so that we can talk more because there's so many really cool... Like, the GameCube version is very, very good. I feel like it even holds up now. Like, the oh, pre-rendering... It, 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 yeah, the, 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 the GameCube version, like, it's still... The, like, as far as to even today's graphics go, it's it's it doesn't even... It doesn't look bad. Like, they do the lighting and they do the models so well in that game. Yeah. And it just it, looks dated. If anything, it doesn't dated, look bad, yeah. it looks dated. It just looks old. Yeah, yeah, and even then, it still looks real crisp. It's still... Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like, so the, Empty. GameCube, the GameCube ran at a crisp 60 FPS most of the time. <laughs> the GameCube was an amazing system. It was. It, it was it was built off the Dreamcast's uh, like, uh, framework, and then they improved it. Which is yeah. crazy. I, it, the, the, the remake blew my mind, and um, I don't know. Matt, I remember when Matt bought uh, the remake, when me, Nick, and Matt played it in the dark in Matt's room. <laughs> oh, it's such a good remake. And th- all the, the stuff that added, the Crimson Heads... Oh. Definitely, definitely the oh, scariest man. zombies. The first yeah. zombie you run into, like yeah. the one that's eating Bravo team, uh, it's a crimson. It's the first crimson head you run into. Oh, it just it yeah. shows you that things are different in this game, in this version of the game. That's cool. They've been doing that since. And uh, it runs at you, so you have to like actually like because in this in the remake you can run instead of just kind of. And you yeah. can't trudge your way and out. And they can get back up after you shoot them. Like, you can shoot them down. You get, the only way to kill them is if to shoot them down and set their bodies on yeah, fire. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. yeah, you gotta immolate them. Otherwise, they'll get back up as the Crimson Heads. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> uh, originally, before the Crimson Heads, fun fact, um, they, <laughs> I don't know how much of this is a joke, but they wanted to make the enemies invisible. Oh my god! Because like they they did balance the games because when they made this they added a, more inventory space which allowed you to have a defensive weapon that allowed like uh, so Jill had the uh, stun gun. Oh yeah. So when you were grappled, you could use the stun gun to get out, and then right. Chris had the stun grenades. Yeah. So he had those, so you could get out of like grapple. So it added a defensive weapon or a spot where you could have defenses. So they were like, we have to balance it in difficulty. So that's when they ended up coming with the Crimson Heads, yeah, as a okay. way to like they not wanted to make Crimson Heads invisible. No, they wanted to make the enemies invisible before Invi- they made the Crimson Heads. Oh my God! Just to, to balance it out because oh, it was obviously easier because you had more inventory space. Also, you, you know how more easy it is to design an and you invisible could dodge, enemy. Yeah. Like that's we don't so have to annoying. make the models so. That's- but yeah, so I don't know how much of that was. Uh, <laughs> That'd be terrible. I don't know how much we of that was. Have to design uh, the hitbox. Thank God they didn't do that because. Well, they did do that. It was called uh, Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Elden Ring has some invisible, and Dark Souls has some invisible enemies, and it's the worst parts of the game. It's just not fun. It's just <laughs> so annoying. You're just walking through, and you go, and yeah. you see all your life disappear, and you're like, you, you died. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That seems just unfair. Yeah, it, dude. It's, it's, it's like a, game, a like, game that's designed to be unfair. You haven't died in a while. <laughs> Finds an, a fi- like, and that's later too. That's like halfway through the game. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not terribly like, oh, too far still. Okay. But. Perhaps the uh, remake of one can be like a little playthrough. We could all do and talk about it more in detail. Like we could do a live stream. Yeah. yeah. We'll all do mushrooms and play oh through God. play through Resident Evil One. Oh remake. man, the remake is scary enough because it still kind of has the uncanny valley because it has. GameCube graphics. We yeah. could do a live stream of all of us playing Dead by Daylight. Yeah, we should all four play... survivors and one person randomly being oh. the uh, the bad guy. <laughs> we should all do a That'd race. Everyone, all will play Resident Evil remake, and uh, we all have to play at the same time. We all have to race through oh. it. Oh yeah. my god! Try to beat the thirty-eight minute. Yeah. See who can we're beat gonna, first. We're, we're all record. gonna speed run it. <laughs> we're gonna get the world record. No lose. <laughs> I wonder what the world record for the speed run. You're gonna get is. four two-hour playthroughs at least. <laughs> uh, I watched five two-hour play playthroughs. <laughs> oh my god! I watched a speed run today of the PlayStation version. It was like 38 minutes. Yeah, we can't do that. No, I don't know. Insane. See, that person knows exactly what to do. Yeah. The uh, speed run for Resident Evil Remake is the world record would be according to speedrun.com is at one hour 26 minutes and 50 seconds on the Wii. What? On the Wii? Yeah, I'm guessing that is a no glitch uh, like uh, exploited run type deal because I'm sure the 38 minutes is some sort of like they they did some sort of thing that like jumps ahead of a sequence or something because yeah that's that's really long. Yeah, it was on a computer. I don't know. Oh, yeah. YouTube. It was Definitely like a PC player because it showed like the the computer inputs. Mm. So um, well, the crimson heads do affect the game because you have to carry around the freaking lighter and the yeah the oil, and then you have to portion it for each crimson head that you know each zombie you don't shoot in the head will become a oh you yeah you each can. zombie you don't destroy the head of will become a crimson head. So it's another thing takes up slots in your inventory. And it's something that you have to resource out. Yeah. I can't remember. Can you coup de grab mm-hmm. with the gun? Like yeah, headshot you can. Them? You can. Okay, so it's a one resource. You can shoot them in the head and have their head explode. But if you, it, yeah. you have to get the bullet to hit them correctly, or else they will become a crimson head because it'll. You can shoot them in the head, and then they'll go down, and they'll come up as a crimson head. But if you aim particularly well. Then you can shoot their head and have it explode, and they won't yeah. become a crimson. And it's like head. two yeah. hours, two hours game time or something like that. But it's not yeah, easy to yeah. really do that because the aiming is still tank control, so it's not easy to get a a good kill shot on a. <laughs> yeah, it's so the problem hard. is that there's an auto aim feature they have put back in the game, and it makes it a little bit difficult to do the headshot. Yeah. Yeah, the heads. It's not easy to prevent them from becoming crimson heads. It's it's. It just happens. You're lucky when it happens. You got to pick and choose. Yeah, pick yeah. and choose your battles because yeah. you're like, am I going to come back here? Yeah, exactly. The The limited resource thing is really, really... I, I wish they would go back to that because it that was just so tense. Like, Makes it the scariest. Well, yeah. when, when the games got bigger in size and they were able to fit more zombies in, that would... That yeah. limited resource thing wouldn't work as nearly as well because no, they could have made it happen. They don't have to put that many zombies in, or they they could have changed the. I don't know. They did not have to go to the action route. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say we're looking at it in <laughs> retrospect, yeah. but at the time there were other competing survival horror action gun games. Like once, especially once five came out and they were competing with Gears of War and stuff like that. 
They did start changing it because of the competition. But they didn't need to. Yeah. yeah. That was because of the current video game Resident climate, Evil 7 yeah. shows that they did not have to. They could have yeah. easily put it out and it would have been an accepted. But yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of weird uh vibes in that area where people and still going on now, I feel like we're kind of breaking away from that, but like still there's that feeling where you have to kind of copy off the other people doing that their successful we're stuff. We're wanting to go back to exploration whereas yeah. at that time at the time of Resident Evil 5 and 6, running gun was so popular that it literally morphed everything that could be yeah. a running gun game. I mean, don't one. forget there's a different True, director yeah. at that point, too. We have yeah. a different, completely yeah, yeah. different team of people and conceptual people as opposed to Mikami, who's not really the and main director. Also, Capcom's incessant meddling. <sighs> don't forget about Capcom's, Capcom's incessant, incessant meddling. meddling forced the direction to keep changing into yeah. an action director. Because, of, because of the success of 4, yeah. they were like, we need to keep... Yep. We need to just lean but, farther uh, in. It people sucks because like they really action. just like they glommed onto the wrong thing people were excited about. Yeah, yeah four, four really did like peak. It was Resident Evil's so peak. So good. It's it, Resident Evil's peak. For another day, mm -hmm. we'll talk about four. Yeah. It's important day. to remember RE1 predates all of the important shooter games. Oh, yeah. 3D oh, yeah. shooter games. So Doom they, is the, the only controls. thing we had. Yeah, Resident, yeah. Resident the Evil. The pacing and the controls reflect that mm -hmm. for sure. Resident Evil One is one of the earliest 3D puzzle games. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it innovated yeah. a lot on just how puzzles would be designed in games. It's today. weird to think of it as a puzzle game, but you're it right. Is. It, it is. is. It's it a is. It's really a like a point and click game it's almost. A, it's a scary puzzle game with some crawler. shooting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got, you Essentially, gotta, like, just a dungeon crawler. You crawl through one bit huge dungeon. Well, but then you gotta like read clues and then go to like you gotta, gotta like put put thing put things into put into gems other things. into statues. Yeah, yeah. Gems into statues. It's a. I mean, it is in its heart. It is a remake. It is a spiritual remake of Sweet Home. Yeah. What Sweet is Home? Sweet Home? Sweet Home is a game that was made on the Super Nintendo that was it's based the NES. on NES. Sorry, it's the NES. It was based on a a, a movie. That was uh, they are these people who were stuck in a mansion and they were they have they were trying to solve some sort of thing and they were attacked by a bunch of demonic like poltergeists, so it's based on that and you play these characters in the st in the story and you have to find items and solve puzzles and split up and it's you like, split it, up. It's set up like an RPG. Oh, and each like... character has its own, has their own unique like feature or ability. Yeah, yeah but when do. they okay, die, I it, know what this it's is. Now. Permadeath. Yes. When they die, those characters are gone and, and you can't do mm -hmm. their you stuff. You have to find anymore. a new. A new way to get through. Wow, when you go, that's, that's when you pretty go in innovative the, for an NES yeah. game. And when you go in the door, it does the door thing, just like in Resident Evil. This game was supposed to be. It, that's why in the Super Nintendo it was it was going to be like more towards that, and then it went to first person. Gotcha. And so it went all these things, and like it's crazy how time like history goes, and like if it wasn't for Alone in the Dark, we'd never be here. I think. Uh, Sweet Home is Shinji Mikami's first directorial game. That was actually no. Shinji Mikami was brought on for Resident Evil. Mm. It was uh, Fu Fujiwara who oh. did Sweet Home. Okay, and he was part of Resident Mikami Evil. Mikami was an experience when he came in to work on Resident Evil. It was one of his first things he oh, did. Oh, okay. So who did Ghosts and Goblins? Uh, that would be Fujiwara. Fuji, yeah. Okay, so it's him. So yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. old. He's yeah, he's like the old timer from Capcom. He's done a lot of like a lot of like stuff from Capcom. He and like yeah, like the the movie uh produce the guy who made the movie Sweet Home uh helped make the game. Yeah, and the only reason they didn't like continue with it being Sweet Home is because they lost the license to that property. So they had to make their own universe. Okay. So that's when they shifted over from the Super Nintendo 
to doing the PlayStation and the first person shooter thing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. If you I, I've seen some of Sweet Home, the movie, and it's like in a old weird mansion and there's like ghosts and it's stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And the game has like graphic like pixel art death scenes. And stuff, and it. I think it does say that you died at whenever you die. That's so it's cool. like super, super influential to this. That's crazy, yeah. So that's like the 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 genesis. And the mansions. I'm I'm watching a gameplay video of it right now. The mansion is surrounded by forests, just like yeah. the just like the RE one mansion. But the thing is, it's really cool. Yeah. Is that Sweet Home is very a Japanese. Film crew goes in, and the door scenes are there. They're mm-hmm. exact. Yeah, the, the the Sweet Home is very Japanese as opposed to Resident Evil, which is a very Western influence thing. Yeah, yeah, they were like uh, into George Romero mm-hmm. and uh, what's that Fulci guy? Uh, the yeah, Italian the dude zombie zombie dude. Yeah, yeah, and also putting bazookas in it. Yeah, they still, they, still, they must, they must like '80s action movies too, because you fight the fucking tyrant with a bazooka. At the, Fuck, end, that's of, great. At the end of the so first three games, somebody it, throws you. It's a bazooka. the coward helicopter, Brad. It's, he yeah, comes in and Brad. saves the day. He yeah, throws the, he, you know what? He he may be a coward, but at least he's got a bazooka. He to saved spare. the day. He came back and he threw the bazooka he, and he shot the tyrant that was like basically just standing there. Yeah, fucking, but they kill him off in four i think right Doesn't yeah like, the helicopter he's the pilot and it goes down it's like hit. at the end yeah he gets shot down that it, was that, oh. that's the way they tie his story up because he deserved it you know uh, ultimately he let a lot of people die but he did a lot <laughs> like he helped out like if you read the kind like the the story as it goes on he helps out in the efforts he, he has like a redemption arc yeah yeah, yeah. He, he come yeah well also you know without without him saving Chris and Jill's ass, and then then Leon and Claire's ass. You know, like <laughs> he's he, like, it, I like, gotta save that ass. He saved the, Leon's he, he ass saved again. the important asses <laughs> to the story. Like with that, without saving them, then Wesker would have won way earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, let's move on to two. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do one and two. Cause, okay. Because uh, three and then vote code Veronica would Leon's be. Could be its How own juicy it episode. Okay. We're just about over an hour. We're at one, an hour and seven minutes. Well, yeah. Uh, do we? I mean, we can. We can keep talking about one. We can do a whole episode on two. That's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm down just, to keep talking about one. I have just, a lot more to say. Just, okay, we'll just, just like uh, keep it all. This is an ep- a Resident Evil one episode. Yeah, there's so much. Okay. If that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Because two is its own I, thing. I think we got a, like twenty more, thirty more minutes of. Yeah. Talking about RE number one. We didn't even talk about Lisa and how scary the whole battle with Lisa is. Oh, yeah. I think they redo that in the re- in the GameCube remake. And they Well, they, they made it. They yeah, expand they, upon they it. They expand yeah, upon it. Yeah, because yeah. Lisa, what, what was she? She was like the daughter of somebody, right? And. Well, yeah. she's everybody, somebody's daughter. <laughs> she she just totally <laughs> added into, or like is that she's whole, in the remake? Is that, is that she's not in the original. Yeah, oh, she's, she's in the not? she's in yeah because you find like the notes about her, and then okay. they're like the the she's like the girl they sense. experimented on like and then you find her chained up in the basement, her like horrible mutated 
yeah. corpse, and she thinks that you're her mom, and you have to fucking kill her. Yeah, I had no what the fuck for this. That I was like, what are you up. talking about? I, because <laughs> I've read like I read the original novelization, like I said, and I watched through the original. I was like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about a different game? Like, <laughs> no, okay. Lisa well, Trevor is the name of the character. Yeah, she like that. Like she was, she volunteered to be experimented experimented on to save her family or some shit. Yeah, and uh, she's like she, the only word she can say is "mama." Yeah, <laughs> boy, I didn't realize that that uh, how fucking horrifying. Oh, Wesker will do anything for world domination, even torment a little girl <laughs> and turn her into a giant fucking. Throughout seven the foot series, they do add seven foot tall monstrosity. Yeah, sympathetic experiments that you have to kill. A, a try, yeah, and she's like unkillable for the first few times. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize um, they added that much to the GameCube version. I just thought like I never got to that point. <laughs> it's it's a true remake. Like That's Mikami crazy. was like, I want to remake the first one because I don't feel like it is holding up to, to today's standards. standards. And the GameCube, and also their exclusivity deal with uh, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> That's what killed it. That exclusive. That exclusivity yeah. deal. Because that remake is the lowest performing Resident Evil game, and it is the reason Resident Evil shifted directions to action. Because oh, wow. because the because Sony was like, this isn't working anymore. You need to redo it. Like the next one has to be different. And Shinji Mikami at first hated the idea of changing it, but then he did it, and then it became Resident Evil Four became what it is. But Resident Evil the GameCube remake. The exclusivity, because the GameCube, believe it or not, we all have fond memories, but believe it or not, it is <laughs> it, Nintendo considers it a failure. It considers it a like a huge failure. This one or yeah. four? Uh, they marketed it the, a lot. You mean too. this like, one? There was a lot okay. of Resident Evil One. Four did amazing. Spent, I feel. But no, no, the wow. GameCube in general, Nintendo views I, as a failure. I think it was yeah. a bunch of things. One, the GameCube wasn't as hot as the other two systems. Two, um. I think the at this N64 point, Resident Evil was just kind of like passe. Yeah, because this was before people, four came out. Yeah, people were pe because Code yeah. Veronica and Code Veronica X were not like very. They were on well the Dreamcast. They weren't very, very well and, received. Yeah, it just wasn't. It was it, a, it, yeah. at the time, it was a dying franchise. Yeah, I just think that it just sucked. It, it's because uh, this game has so much love, and honestly, it was only in development for one year and two months. And they did so oh, well wow. with it. With the, are you talking about the remake? The remake. Yeah, and they, you know what? No, the original was in development for like four years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, 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 the remake was done, and it was done so well. Yeah. And Shinji Mikami was like, we have the resources to make it the way I envisioned it. Yeah. So he put a lot of his like love and attention into it, but man. It was only, it was only being done by four programmers at first. Like That's they kind of started. And that, that they got a lot of leeway for one year and two months of work. That's insane, yeah, that, and it's like polished and not glitchy, and yeah, like yeah. It, it it turned out really well. It's just a shame it didn't do well. Although, to Capcom's credit, they have made it abundantly available now. You can just get yeah. it for like eight bucks. Yeah, it's on, on the PlayStation yeah. Network. It's on everything. I, yeah, I think yeah. you, on Game Pass maybe. Yeah, you can. It was, I believe, it was point, free on the PSN monthly. It was games, like a long it was, time ago. It's been a while since I. But it's only like. Five to eight bucks it's at any always given time. On, so yeah, you can, it's you can get it sale. super cheap. It's on all the, you yeah, get all the, the systems. You can, you can get the Origins bundle, which is that and Resident Evil Zero for like 
12 bucks. Which is worth yeah. zero is also a fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. That came out of the GameCube like era, which I, I understand that the GameCube era sucked for Resident Evil besides four, four but man, they <laughs> tried think... really hard. Yeah, I mean, I loved. Well, it sucked uh... sales wise, but it didn't suck. But a lot of things sucked. It was sucked a golden period because it had the development of four, the development of remake, and then also zero, an original title. Yeah. On GameCube. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just yeah, like wrong place, wrong time for yeah. that. You know, being on the family console, the because GameCube. Two thousand two, what we got? We got it's the rise of the first person shooters. We got yeah. Halo. We got like the Xbox dominating. No one wants the GameCube, unfortunately. The GameCube was sweet, it's but for like little kids. They ca- yeah, console, just had, console. The they mentality got the handle. On, it's the a mentality Mario on machine. Video, the marketing on video games was like we need to make it look yeah, like it's handle. for adults now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And it's, the, it's, Nick, the you handle. said it was the worst performing <laughs> Resident Evil. The, the remake of Resident Evil One is the worst performing Resident Evil. It is worse wow. than RE Two for N sixty four. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. People bought RE2 is... for N64 because people with N64s who didn't have PlayStation, that was their option. The hype of the first one was immense. Like, because yeah. two got delayed for a while, it, and that's when, why they had two when other this came games out, with one come out. When, when, when uh, Resident Evil 1 Remake came out, it like Resident Evil was well on everybody's radar. It wasn't there. Like, they had many ways to play it at yeah. this point. And, yes. uh, uh, when the remake came out, GameCube was like looked like a baby console. Like yeah. this, yeah. this did really wake up. Like this was the it didn't oh, really you wake play people Mario up. Kart or Resident it didn't Evil? wake people up, but it mm-hmm. was the first time that people saw like a mature game on the system, and it yeah. worked. That and uh, Eternal Darkness. Yeah, but that people, game's yeah. fucking crazy. But again, like it was more of a launch title, and if, if people didn't buy the system at, at, at the beginning, but this had the more hype because Eternal Darkness was more of a. It got hype after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to when it came out and when it mattered. It's crazy that that's a first-party Nintendo game. Silicone Knights. Yeah, that's Im- yeah, that that is impressive. That and uh, Twin Snakes, they were killing it on the GameCube. They before yeah. they went off and uh, depending yeah, on those. who you talk to, though, there there's a, a lot of people who hate Twin Snakes who think it's like a, an unplayable piece of crap compared to the original. Yeah, but infor- but half the people who make the argument make the argument because you can't. Ogle Merrill. Yeah, it's stupid. So you can't be a pervert. And then the other half is they change some integral storyline stuff, which is understandable. But that first yeah. part is usually the first thing people say, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> really? <laughs> go play the original. Like, just go yeah. play the original. This yeah, isn't needed. Then, then yeah, that's the. It doesn't Dude, make the game it, bad. Re4, no. RE4 remake is fucking crap because you can't look up her skirt anymore. No, I, yeah, I know. They ruined it. it yeah, man. I, mean, I, I saw a list of all the times. Now I have to go to you YouTube to watch somebody do it. Because yeah. I don't have my original version anymore because I sold it at GameStop for 30 cents. <laughs> the best I have is this drawing I made. I, drew, I have to draw it. <laughs> look what they've made me do. I have to use my imagination. <laughs> or, or the internet, or the internet, <laughs> which is it's so e- it's so much easily more accessible, accessible and findable easy. on the internet. But god damn it, I want to play it. <laughs> want to play it? Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> they uh, the the first game has so many cool parts. I mean, there really is so much that we could keep. We we a remake of the first game. Like, uh, I would love I, to see a re- I, remake. FF7 
remake style, like a new PS5 remake of the first game would be you know, amazing. I feel Mikami like still with Capcom. Please, I it'd would be, love. It'd that. be cool if they remade the know. first one so. in the style. <laughs> it'd be cool if they remade the first one in the style of like the more modern ones, not the remake ones, but like seven of, of seven and eight, where it's first person. Ooh, Ooh that would because, be something. Because it's like be really those cool. other ones work well because they have bigger environments and yeah. they're they. Uh, they're bigger in scope, so they they can fit that like behind the shoulder action thing. But the first one is not action oriented at all. Like there's shooting, but you are you like it's much more resource management and running away and hiding. A first person yeah, thing, you're right. but I think it, the biggest part of that is the fixed angles. So through for through first person, you can't do those fixed angles, but you can still play with perspective in first person. And first off, in first person, your perspective is completely limited to what's in front of you. So you can fuck with people quite a you bit. You could, you could, they could just like use sound design to change, like change the sound design to be more spatial. Uh, they can. Oh man! Oh man! I mean, imagine that whole playing that VR, with like fear, yeah. PSVR, an RE PS5 reboot would oh, be great man. because the story has gone through so many chapters and the characters have aged and stuff and you can make fill-in games but that becomes like an issue that comic like that's an issue that comic books face whereas you make if you make more fill-in games that's just more events that are happening that you have to continue to fit into the timeline (laughs) and explain like it's like okay well it turns out jill and chris have been on their seventh outing together before the events oh, of, yeah. before the events of you know, re6 so. that's something that got me a lot was the whenever they reference other adventures they had gone on and i'm like what are you talking mm-hmm. about like and it's like how many how many times have jill and chris faced zombies together on different adventures you know you can't keep adding to the storyline that they have so maybe it is time to do like an mk reboot or a FF7 oh, you mean like a whole universe, style. like the, the whole thing starts over again, Whoa. but with differences? That would be crazy. Well, just or or it's just retold, like with the same characters, but the same setting, same kinda characters. Like, kind of like the, the Ratchet and Clank reboot. The Ooh. Ratchet, yeah, like the Ratchet well, the and PS4 Clank reboot. Well, the PS4 one, is te- it, te- it technically is canonically the first one in the story, but events unfold differently. But it, it yeah. but it's yeah. not a mul- it's not a multiverse. Yeah, Thank not a multiverse. Uh, no. It's just a retelling of the original story with like in a new way. Yeah, so like yeah. Ari one, but maybe I you mean, could drop Leon and Ada in there. Honestly, if they Leon did Leon and Claire, that's what and, they and did. Ada, but there's right? no reason to have if, Leon. If they did though. it the same way as they did two, two remake, because two remake yeah. is three remake is pretty good. It's like it's it's really short still, but it like but it, and it has the Three's same engine as two. Yeah, but two remake did it perfectly. Like it yeah. still feels like the same resident evil yeah yeah but uh it is like you know granted the graphics and processing power is a lot better so it does feel more action oriented but there's nothing that's too much like crazier that happens in that game than the original i mean it sounds like they've been doing so, this sort of remaking i didn't even realize like since the gamecube and like all of their updates you know they I mean, find director, ways to director's innovate. cut. Find yeah, a way to make the GameCube take version. The, take the same premise with with Wesker betraying them and using the T-Virus on, or having being the ultimate being in, with the T-Virus and have it pan out differently to where, you know, it doesn't end up with him and Chris with, with the lost Plagas <laughs> with the punching of the, vol, with, of the I mean, boulders oh and stuff God, like that. Yeah. I mean, it they could, could be just... a different... 
a divergent, not a d different timeline, but it could be just a divergent set of events. It could be a retelling of the whole universe. I mean, As, yeah, they could. They could just not make up all that bullshit they did and work themselves right. in a corner. Like, that. Yeah. they did that to themselves. <laughs> as silly as yeah. 5 was, it was still a fucking awesome game. It was a very I did enjoy solid, 5. Game. I, did I did enjoy, enjoy 5 a lot. Oh, yeah. It was just that last it. part, it's the last like the, the, the last like hour of the five percent, so like ridiculous. where you're just like literally walking through corridors and shooting people with armor on. It's so dudes. funny. It's so dudes, funny. not zombies, dudes. <laughs> Yo, it's not what I'm here to shoot. And in six, you just straight up get to fly a helicopter and shoot a bunch of people. Not not zombies, like soldiers. What is it called, duty? Yeah, yeah. It, it gets like, the wrong six gets crazy. I guess, but that's kind of like. The f I, like, I mean, the culmination much, of how crazy things are getting. Let's get Frank yeah. West in the reboot. It was, oh, it, yeah. That's kind of like always been Same the formula company. since since one is well, like we need to go through the mansion again but a different mansion uh, same mansion but different layout you know yeah yeah i honestly think if they be... remade the first one like through a third person but like uh with the, the graphics and you know lighting that we have now and just tighten up the gameplay make yeah. the zombies a little smarter make like you know make the oh, zombies man. smarter that would be terrifying. Uh, make the ai smarter and stuff like that i feel like they could do what they did with two remake with the first one and still make it an amazing fucking game i don't oh, think yeah. they need to make the zombies smarter or anything i think they just need to become uh, they need to make their uh their their so the best thing about resident evil wasn't like the zombies were scary enough but they had these monstrosities these experiments those are the things that need to be like amped up because the zombies are the fodder. You just don't know it until later in the until game. Until you've wasted all your bullets oh, yeah. on them. Until and later you in the game, a dog that yeah. can't fucking that you yeah. can't fucking kill because it's too fast. Because at first you're just <laughs> like you're like ah, yeah, and you're like shooting blood. more than you need to because you like until later you don't realize oh they need X amount of shots to kill them, as opposed to I'm gonna shoot my whole clip into this guy until he's dead. Yeah, I mean you the, know, the RE4 remake did a pretty good job at staying true to RE4. Oh yeah, I think that was its ultimate Ooh. downfall for me was that it felt too much like the original mm. RE4. That like I was like, well, I've beaten this game on the Wii and the GameCube. <laughs> like before. that was neat, kind of a thing. Yeah, but and, like you know, it looked graphically great and like right. but, like for for weeks for a couple weeks you were like this game is so scary i can't even play it it was the first part the first part but the ultimate i got bored of it Ooh. halfway through what was the what was the transition i'm guessing it wasn't the castle i'm gonna guess it was when you went to the island it was after what's his name uh salazar Sal like right after islands. right right after salazar when you like like you, right after you get past like the the part where you go over the lake for the first time exactly you to the island. and yeah. you go to the little like research facility and you fight those gatling gun guys yeah yep Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that, that, that was that's when that game that's, shifts yeah, completely. Yeah. But, I mean, the redeeming factor for the second part of that game is the regenerators that made things. Fuck, yeah. the generators are spooky. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, the, and like, you know, in the, in the 4 remake, there's lots of extra rooms and stuff. And, like, the atmosphere is a lot spookier. And at first, yeah, it was fucking scary. Well, that first part of Resident Evil 4 is then it started. I started getting that familiar feeling. Mm. And like when I got past Salazar, I was like, "Oh the man, that familiar kind of... feeling of uh, soiled underwear." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This time, but it, it was the same exact Furnace type man? of shit. Furnace Man. I wanted. I, I for, well, yeah. Was Furnace Man there? Yeah, Furnace Man's there. All right. <laughs> I'll never forget. All right. All the good stuff is there. Don't worry, Travis. Good, 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 good. It's good, just good, good, good. I wasn't willing to beat the same game. I guess a third time. <laughs> Dude, 
a Resident Evil one, but like having a two player option where one plays as Chris and one plays as Jill. Yeah, that would be cool that would be too. Sick. There might they, be a they hack somewhere. To do that Wouldn't it be originally. cool where you go through the mansion concurrently? That was that was Split the original screen, idea. But you can Not even, or even it's one of those like where it's like where you get together, it joins the screen, and when you leave it. Yeah, and oh. you have dynamic and, and, split screen, and you sick. have to do that to like get, like somebody has to get something from oh. a, from a whole other room and unlock it from like go around a different route, go through their own hallways and stuff. That to, it takes yeah, two. It's kind of like an imagine two feet, imagine yeah. the mansion is that like a roguelite where where us uh, the zombie spawns are like a roguelite, like it's the same mansion every time. But where the enemies spawn and w and how strong they'll be changes up oh. during your two player co op. I or do just make each of, each of the rooms different, you know. Like you have to get certain keys and certain key items, but their locations change every well, playthrough. Well, fun thing in the later uh, releases of Resident Evil, they did add an item randomizer option. Oh, they did in the Dual Shock cool. version and the DS version. They have an option where you cool. it randomizes like all that. the items in the game. Oh wow, that is cool. Yeah, I, I that's that blows my mind because I for me that feels like more a more recent thing when it comes to the game modding and stuff. But the, to put that in the game from the get go, just does the DS yeah. one have? Does Resident Evil DS have the Dual Shock music or the regular? Yeah, music? it's the Dual Shock music with the, the shitty basement music. That's yes. in the yeah. DS. Version? That is, it is the Dual Shock version. Uh, they add a couple extra things, a couple costumes, and then uh, like a, a, a so mini game version. Funny. <laughs> that, 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 there's we two had the games. Dual Shock version. There's two Resident Evil uh, games that have that shitty basement yeah. theme. Those are the only two. Uh, those are the only two versions of the soundtrack. I did look to see if there were any variations. I think the DualShock version is the more prevalent. No, direct DualShock is it came out later, but I think 98. Is it rarer than the director's DualShock is the uh was the green label one with the zombie on it? Yes, that's the one we had. Yes. We we had director's cut. We director's didn't, we cut. We had the director's cut. Yeah, we had director's cut. That so there's the original in the long case, then the director's cut in the jewel case with the dude on it. Yep. The director's yeah. cut had the Resident Evil 2 uh was the two disc with the Resident Evil 2 demo. And then there's the director's cut, which is a one-disc jewel case with the RE Zombie on the front. That's the one we had. And it was the re-release of the greatest hits when it came out. Yeah, because it had the green label yes. on it. And then and then DualShock came out after that, then. Uh, yes, because there was a green okay, label of director's the... cut, too. I but, see. Yes. So we had the director's cut with the zombie on front, not the dude. The director's cut DualShock also had no, the zombie No, the director's on cut front. only has the dude on it. If you had oh, the zombie, okay, so you had the DualShock version. Oh, okay. we did have the zombie one. So we did have the We one did the have the zombie version. Then we had yeah. the one with the shitty music. It was an orchestral yeah, rearrangement uh, by a different artist. Uh, Done by specifically the name of the funny. artist would be Oh man. It's so His good. name is Takashi Nigaki. And what's funny is he didn't actually uh I might have said this already, but he did you not were, You guys were talking about he that. Didn't do it. It was he ghostwrited it. Yeah, but he was also pretending to be deaf. <laughs> oh yeah, there's also that. Thing. But the thing is, he was pretty. He was pretty this guy, and he so didn't even do the fucking music. It's it's that story is crazy. He was pretending yeah. to be deaf. He was pretending, and then while he was pretending to be deaf, we've talked about this on the show before, but I'll summarize it real quick. While he was pretending to be deaf, he like wrote this like new classical Japanese album that is the only classical album in Japan to reach. To chart the uh, to to make to make the charts, um, oh. and it was a big deal in Japan. And he hyped it up, and 
he wrote this like and it's a beautiful like he did a really good job he's like he actually is really good at composing music but he was like marketing it like they were talking about him as if he was the next beethoven they were like they were calling (laughs) they were calling him the japanese beethoven because he was deaf and it was like seen as like some like hero in oh, Japan man. and then this is like an it's always sunny yeah. eventually plot line or something and then he did oh, no, th- sorry. He, he, he coasted on that for a while and then he got called out by uh, an interviewer because an interviewer noticed he was like responding to, like to things that deaf people shouldn't be responding to oh and an interviewer like went back and watched other interviews with him and was like that's weird he responded to something that he shouldn't have been able to hear and then he called them out on it and he oh. and then he had to admit that he wasn't deaf oh. <laughs> i will okay i want to correct myself so takashi <laughs> takashi yeah, nigaki dude. is the ghost writer so okay. he is the one who orchestrated the director's cut music the one you're talking the guy you're talking about is mamoru Sa- Samuraguchi Gochi. Yeah. Who is, yeah, he's who allegedly the deaf who, he's composer. A, he's the one who was credited. Oh, yeah. He's the one who's wow. been credited for it, but yeah, it but was he, actually, yeah. So he was credited for it, didn't write it, didn't. but then pretended to be deaf whenever criticism came upon the, uh, uh came upon it. I, I, I can't even hear it. And then in, like, apology interviews, he was like, yeah, I could hear, but I am going deaf. He was that also was... credited for the music in Onimusha Warlords, and he didn't write that either. What? He's a fraud. What the The guy's fuck? just a fraud at every turn. That was also Takashi Nigaki. <laughs> oh, they both wow. ghost wrote for him for these games. Well, they were they were both, like, oh, made in the were, same amount of time. Cahoots? So it was, like, I don't think he was, like, defrauded till way later. There's um I don't Damn. know if you've ever watched Justin Wang. 2014 on is when he YouTube. admitted to it. Uh, Wang on know. YouTube, W H A N G. He has a whole video breaking down like the saga of this guy. Oh wow, okay. And uh, he also has a whole video about the Silent Hill Four circumcision <laughs> conspiracy theory. So you should watch that too. Oh, uh, we've talked okay. about that before yeah, too. Yeah. His videos break it down and like they he goes through all the the timeline the the timeline of events he breaks it down from beginning to end in a really concise and easy to understand way but it's really oh, okay. it's pretty funny. Love that. Lol, I don't think this dude wrote any of his music. The dude the music that this guy who uh, was admitted said he was deaf wrote like this figure skating like music it was also Tagashi Nagaki. Oh, he damn. came out in 2014 and said I can't live this lie anymore. I wrote all these things for him. Wow. And he's also not deaf. He also doesn't use a cane, and he's been lying on his autobiography. What? <laughs> yeah, oh it's, it's isn't it? It's so crazy. That's nuts. Uh, well, sorry that, that basement theme sucks so bad, but uh, man, it, 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 but you know, it's, you know, it's it's astoundingly bad. Like it's when you hear it, it's like, ha- like you you just hear that a horn open up. Oh. It's like. Yeah, it, in 2014, it was it was revealed that most of the work attributed to him was over the past 18 years was written by Takashi Nagaki. What the fuck? So he just had this dude on like retainer and would just have him do his work Come and on. got famous, super famous for it. <laughs> wow. And he didn't mind being out of like he was uh, up until 2014. He didn't mind, I guess. Well, he probably minded a lot, but you know, in Japanese culture is a little different. You know, it's a little bit more like, yeah. you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I guess is you know, 
it was seen very disrespectful to reveal that secret. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He was in. He was in way too deep. He was in, he was in all, more deep, than a decade yeah. deep. Two decades almost. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, two decades. You deep missed it, of... but that dude who who ghostwrote for that guy had been ghostwriting him for eighteen years. He did multiple things for this guy. <laughs> multiple. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. So he was. They they were both in way too deep. So like admitting it at this point was like. <laughs> like it's it's gonna be bad no matter what. So. I mean that practice We're happens over here all the time, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just you know, writing is suicide pack. But he, but the get the the guy claimed it for himself. Exactly. So. <laughs> there was no and crediting. Then, then got caught on his lie during a video conference. So, oh my god, <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> uh oh, I mean what? <laughs> But I couldn't hear you. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm not deaf. I'm going deaf. I'm j- no. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yes, it never the gets old. that they had to submit. The song, it yep, at 3 in the morning. It's like a foghorn that warns <laughs> you what's about to happen. 3 a.m., deadlines tomorrow. Gotta submit whatever you crap out. <laughs> and it's like people who, obviously, like somebody who didn't know how to play trumpet and had to record. It was like responsible for recording a trumpet part. <laughs> you want me to ghostwrite what mm-hmm. or a trombone? Yeah. Um. Okay. It's gonna be unpleasant. <laughs> you want me to write this? And he probably had like other projects too. He's like, all right, well, this guy. Maybe the dude like he was tired of making shit. Maybe he was pissed at him. Like he was just being petty. He's like, you want a recording? You want a recording so bad? Oh, huh? here's your basement thing. Here's your fucking basement thing. <laughs> that yeah, go. that does Take feel this. like that. It's like spiteful. It's pretty almost. good. All right, that'll work. <laughs> I don't think this, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna care. I mean, it really does the job though. Does it make yeah, you feel unpleasant? There's so many dissonant and unpleasant things to hear in that, like dissonant yeah. chords and but stuff. I'm not feeling basement. <laughs> no, no basement. No, I'm feeling not basement. I'm feeling like dying elephant or something. <laughs> yeah, some sort of cursed carnival. <laughs> I feel like there might be a room in in the mansion somewhere that that song could work. The basement was a rumpus room. Because it sounds so poorly put together, no, like it's it, it not would great at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, as opposed to this piece, the save room theme. Oh, oh it is a beautiful awesome. piece. You just like, listen to this all day. It's like serene, but also sad because you know you're gonna have to fucking leave the safe <laughs> room. You have to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, I'm gonna have to leave soon. And but die. it doesn't feel scary. You know, it doesn't feel like something bad is gonna happen to you here. No. But you do have a tragic future ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's your it's your one moment of peace. That's one of the funniest things about these games are like especially with the <laughs> the first one is like the the whole time you're going through you're just like oh no. Like it gives you all this sense of dread, like all these warnings that like terrible shit's going to happen and you're like impending ah, doom. I don't want to like... go through there, but like you fucking bought this game or rented this game. It's a scary game. It's got a spooky monster on the front. Like, get get ready. Strap in. It's going to be a scary time. So you have to go. It, like, forces you to face those treacherous things. It's like, that's 
Yeah. Yep. That, that's the way through. All that's with through that all with really basement. weird mechanics, you know, like limited inventory spot and combining yeah. fucking things together, having to pause to reload your fucking gun. <laughs> yeah. All of it adds to like Well, I mean the, like the even like games like Castlevania which have banging music anyway. But when you get to a save room, it's like soft and calm. It's like you're one respite from all the craziness you're about to fight. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's yeah, because in like in Resident Evil, mostly silence or bad trumpet music if you're playing. <laughs> if you're that playing version, that version. version, yeah. <laughs> and then you get here, and it's like nice and calm and peaceful. It's yeah, like, everything's okay for now. Truly, it always. You can quit the game now if you want. You can hang out in here forever. That chased you in there. That happened to me a couple times where I room. Yeah, I was running from a zombie, and it's like, well soon as I step out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You run from the zombie into the safe room <laughs> so you know it's waiting for you in that room. Yeah. You know you're fucked. Well, the red zombies can move room to room, actually. I don't know if they can go in the save room. They but can't. They can. Not it, but the in, in Resident Evil 4 Remake, they can yeah, well, yeah. There's no, there's, there's, sa there's no save room. Yeah, it's there's just, no save. But the rooms that are supposed to be safe in the original version are no longer safe. Yeah. Same thing with Resident Evil 2 remake. Like rooms that originally were safe in the original, just like things can just open doors now. Yeah, four didn't have yeah. many save rooms. Yeah, that's true. And two, in two, they did. Oh but yeah, in, in no. two, there's like a false save room, and then Mr. X just bust through. That's ingenious. Yeah. The fact that they did that was ingenious. That's just like a betrayal of everything yeah. you've come to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so good. Yeah. So why don't we wrap it up then? Let's yeah. uh let's let's put a bow on it and uh give Slap us a bow on this puppy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. What a I mean so many things could be said about R E one. It 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 paved the road for for survival horror. For zombie movies uh, in the 2000s, the whole revival. Uh, a lot of the, apparently, like, Danny Boyle or somebody, like, the dude that did the 28 Days Later said that he he played Resident Evil. So, kudos, you know. <laughs> um, it Thank you. It scared the shit out of me. Uh, but, you know, it's such a cool game. And, like... Um, I mean, just in and of itself, it's like a, a very fun puzzle. It gives you uh, limited resources, so it's it's a thinker. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, uh it's so fun. Uh, highly recommend. Was uh, a staple of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Plenty more to come. We, we got to talk about two and three and four. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll touch on we'll touch on more for sure. Yeah. It's been a pretty good episode, I think. I think. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty scary. Um, the first Resident Evil for me, that like the biggest part, most of most of the game that I have played, like I you know I've played through about uh, probably about fifth maybe fifty percent of the the GameCube remake. Uh, but I've seen plenty of videos on it, and I, I know I know the game pretty well. Uh, but I, what the thing I respect most about uh, Resident Evil is that it did it, like it changed the horror game 
uh, landscape. Yeah. Like it completely reinnovated it and re and like reinvigorated it. It's like yeah. people like made people interested in horror games again because like before then you had like Clock Tower for like the SNES, uh, the first one, and then you had like which was Japan only, and then you had some PC like some scary PC games, but it brought it like to the forefront of console gamers, which are the majority of gamers, I would like to think, at least. Yeah. Uh, mm. The PC master race. <laughs> <laughs> they, they think they own the gamescape, but <laughs> but let's be real. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it brought it to the forefront of like popular culture and stuff like that. People were talking about it on the news, and it brought more attention to it, and like just completely reinvented. like Because of Resident Evil walked, so things like Silent Hill... And Parasite Eve, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and Left for Dead could run, you know, yeah. like it it it, it de- definitely changed horror gaming, and it's 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 definitely worth it, it's earned its place in gaming history. Trevor, about you? What do you what do you think? Closing thoughts. This game fucking scary. <laughs> uh, this game terrified me and ruined me. Uh, that first zombie scene. The tank controls, the uh, the twisted uh, perspectives, limited yeah. items, just like the, the the nothing gets me more than a scary soundtrack. I yeah. mean, that's why Jeopardy scared me so much. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's so it, much it, atmosphere. Exactly, it just like hit the right nerve. Like it just even this like i could just like hear it in my head this the the clippity clap of the footsteps like yes <laughs> yeah on that tile and the and shuffling the yeah. just the sound of the clock on yeah the zombie shuffling the yeah and like just those like just like they they just like perfectly encapsulate some like perfect horror moments like when yeah. you're running through the hallway like the with the windows and the dogs jump through and like, just like, mm-hmm. like when you get trapped in the balcony with two zombies closing mm-hmm. in on you, close, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. it, it it had good jump scares and it had good build scares too. Yeah, like yeah things that built intense. up like things that you could hear but couldn't see. It didn't feel cheap, and you had to find you had to find what was scaring you yeah. because if you didn't, it was gonna get you <laughs> anyway. And if you, you couldn't it find it, you. if you couldn't find it, that means you're going to find it later. Yeah, like they left evidence. They definitely left little clues. It just was like a worker mm-hmm. masterpiece, and like Mikami just like fucking nailed it, like with this one, and very innovative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, and yeah, like in an era of of uh, you know maximalism, you know, in games and stuff, to have such a, I mean, just total silence at times, and the tent like tension to be just razor sharp like that. Yeah, and it, it's, it's unfortunate cool. that they're uh, the good intended. Um, like voice acting fury, like because with that they they had it was yeah. all Japanese in house was mm-hmm. English speaking Japanese people. They thought they didn't know until way later that it came off as silly and <laughs> like campy. And that. well, voice acting in games even back then, <laughs> like it's not like it is today where they're getting like in, in Baldur's Gate three they have J K Simmons, you know, like they okay, have, but you're not gonna tell have, me like they have high end actors and stuff nowadays, but back then. You That's know, like not in the what PlayStation this was, One though. era. It was it was just like people who worked in studio that were doing that. But no, quite... they got actors. They got actors and everything for this. But the thing is, it was all localized. It was all directed, and it was all done by Japanese people that weren't. They didn't have like English context, so they had no one to like <laughs> tell them that it came off 
they didn't have the right it didn't have the right atmosphere like they, they, they weren't they weren't making the right movie that's funny it just they had no idea until way later they were trying their hardest to make this like scary and like cool and like they wanted it to be like a theatrical thing <laughs> i mean that's you know because you can kind of tell like when you hear it like that they wanted, it's people yeah. that are are being directed like, yeah they with, wanted like, to be like an english like a western movie and that's why yeah. in the, even in japan it was all english dubbed it was it, it was subtitled they didn't do a japanese localization of the the voices because wow. they didn't think it sounded right <laughs> man they really thought just... that english voice actors killed it they <laughs> thought they really thought it killed it that's I, it, funny. They kind of did. They did like a hyper campy, and I'm sure like the actors are probably like, yeah, it's like a, it's a video game. It's my magnum, it's so, my magnum opus, and we're doing like a, it's fri- you know, Friday the Thirteenth, but a video game. It's you know, Dawn of the Dead, so we're just doing over the top style. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. If you hear it, it's it's goofy. It's so fucking goofy, but it's like. There's like some earnestness to Yeah, it's a sincere goofiness. Oh yeah, it feels sincere. It does not feel yeah. like it's on purpose. It just like yeah. it's just funny that that's how it worked out. Oh. Like cuz the acting looked serious. It's, it's just yeah, what yeah. they were saying and what was coming out of their mouth just yeah. yeah. So, it's it's crazy how like we got went from there to it being like actually popular. Yeah, so, man. It just shows how monumentous this is. Um Dude, Matt, man. Matt, what are your final thoughts? Of course, I echo all of what you guys have been saying but um the first game it was very interesting it was um a masterpiece of its time for sure a lot of groundbreak it, it broke ground in like just a ton of areas all simultaneously looking back on it you definitely feel those uh Stephen King pacing yeah shining and stuff like that oh yeah the, the first game has a level of pacing that none of the other games ever the, fir- the first game's pacing is something that's like amazing while the other games have decent pacing but it just it doesn't lead you they, they don't really lead you emotionally and psychologically as much as the first game the first game seems to be like a physical horror game mm-hmm. too but it, it feels like a more of a standalone equally equally psychological they scare you physically with the zombies and the monsters but then the psychological unveiling of how the experiments occurred how the t-virus occurred at first they're not even sure that it's a they don't know that it's a virus because back then the series hadn't been established so there was still mystery to it whereas in the later games you have all of the knowledge of the first game to work off of um so learning things for the first time thinking that they could be like supernatural zombies at the beginning and the characters don't think that they're zombies at all but until they learn that they're zombies but um yeah, yeah that, that this there's used a whole to be lot people. of psychology in the pacing of unveiling the story that gets lost later on because yeah. of the, the zombies and the t-virus and what version of the of of the biohazard that umbrella is going to release becomes the question as opposed to if there is a biohazard at all or they're supernatural because hmm. because the mansion does give off a lot of like supernatural vibes at the beginning too so like you're yeah. not immediately sure that it's like a scientific experiment from a lab underground because you are in like a haunted yeah mansion so yeah it doesn't come into like, play for a while yeah yeah in the, in like the elements game. of both both in there and the 
character and the player not knowing anything was a big aspect of the first game so that added to the puzzles and the puzzles aren't just puzzles they're very themed too they're not just like yeah. solve this and go forward the puzzles also add to the lore and yeah. the background they're like key items that get explained through like notes and stuff as you play yeah it's so, yeah there's a whole lot there's a that. whole lot of uh like world building and setup that goes into the first game that gets taken for granted later on it's not to say that the series declines it only gets better but um well not only gets better but it, it goes up in certain regards and gameplay mechanics and stuff but it does lose out on a lot of the psychological thriller aspects that the yeah. first one had so i'm always gunning up for a remake of the first one yeah because man. of that <laughs> yeah but yeah fantastic fantastic start to a series but yeah the first game is different in tone definitely it is yeah <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think it's a it, it it it's the first game. Well, one of the first games that scared the 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 hell out of me, scared the <laughs> heckaroon, scared game. the heckaroonie out of me. Yeah, um, I think if you play with a group of people who don't know what's coming up, uh, that's gonna be something. That's something that is hard to relive. You know, just be, being in that moment when it was new. You know, oh, man, we got yeah. to experience that all together. Um, yeah. And talking about it at recess dude and it was the first <laughs> yeah and everybody was scared of it not yeah. nobody nobody was like like having like a great i mean having they were having a great time but everybody was scared <laughs> to play this game yeah. and so it was fun whenever you're with a good group of people and you got those genuine like group screams together Mm-hmm. That's nothing. My, nothing yeah. beats that. That's my favorite thing about horror games is playing them with like a good group of people who are all scared and <laughs> everybody's like completely zoned in on it. Um, Everybody's I'll, telling you like go a different way. Yeah, run, run, run! run, run. Yeah, Get yeah. out of there! No, Shoot! no, no! Uh, that I've only had a couple games do that for me. Um, <laughs> Resident Evil One, Amnesia: The Dark Descent got a pretty good group scare <laughs> out of us. Um, Dead Space. And oh, then uh, until dawn, uh, we, that was back in the city museum days. Everybody came over after work, and I would play that. <laughs> There's like 20 people like watching me make decisions. That's great. Um, it That's was very, awesome. it was very. The pressure's fun. all on you too, because you're the one playing. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, what if I make the wrong A decision? Lot of games try to spoon feed you the what's gonna happen next anticipation fear. By like asking you questions and kind of like moving you along, Resident Evil One does a really good job of not doing that by just having things that the the, the characters in the story just genuinely don't know and really, really, really would like to know. Yeah, and you are equally as curious about it. It's not you're not always being like led to what the mystery is. The mystery is like what the hell is going on here. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, this has been good. A uh, good uh, discussion on Resident Evil. We expected to talk about more than just the first one, but obviously, the <laughs> first one is so monumental and probably the one we're all the most familiar with. Yeah, like I mean, as a group. There's um, so much. I mean, yeah, it was it was such a four. landmark for for gaming. You know, for. I mean, really, so a, a so genre, yeah. a landmark for gaming and the, and the genre itself. Yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah hit the nail on the head there. It's, uh, yeah, it established the horror game genre mostly. But it, it, yeah, it popularized it for sure. It, it reestablished it. Made, it, it, it yeah. made it mainstream. But um, yeah. until next week, keep on uh, 
shooting zombies. Uh, don't go to any labs that have any sort of viruses in them. Combine the herbs. Combine those herbs. Follow us on Instagram. Hop your Jankum. Uh, rate us on Spotify. <laughs> Listen on Spotify. If, you, if you're one of our loyal listeners, please give us a five-star rating. If you're Whatever platform you are listening to us on, give us a good rating. Leave a review. It helps our visibility. We want more people to hear it. Don't you want us to be more popular? <laughs> um, and, <laughs> yeah, keep on smoking and bye. Bye-bye. You're almost a bud sandwich. <laughs>